Good night, good evening. Um, sometimes, you know, I get out here, I do episodes, and uh, everybody knows that I'm real, like, I'm kind of like like Kanye West when it comes to this stuff. Like, I just do random stuff. Uh, Q showed up in my, my um, live just a little bit ago, and me and her have been talking and talking about doing a show. So we're going to do a little unfiltered episode, and this episode is completely unscripted. This has no tell of the tape or nothing to it. And Q... Can you pronounce your full name for everybody? Well, my government is Kwamea. Kwamea. Yeah, but so many people can't pronounce it. So I'm like, hey, just call me Q Kwa or either Queen. All right. And I love to say Q because Kwamea, I would remember that. Now, now let me talk about the show real quick. If you head over to Snapchat, I mean, not Snapchat, you head over to Spotify. Pillow Talk with T podcast is an open, truthful, candid, unguarded, and raw podcast to discuss uncomfortable conversations with a sip of some hot tea. Now, what kind of tea are we talking about? It's, it's any tea that I choose to want to end up coming and talk. We can talk about the tea about sex. We can talk about the tea about love, accountability, um, just different things. All the stuff that we go through in our life, daily daily life, doesn't matter what it is, it's, it's the tea. Or the tea you talk about your home, with your homeboys or your girls. Okay, okay. Now, you're a prolific player out here in these podcast streets, as I like to hear, but I call them the podcast suburban lane because everybody knows I'm the king of suburban podcasts. Tavis Smiley out here. Now, you have had tons of guests and you've done a million features. You're kind of like, who does a million features in the world? That like that's an artist, rap artist. <laughs> you like Lil Wayne after he drops some mixtape, or you know you like Lil Baby because Lil Baby does tons of features. He's on everything, mm-hmm. so you are any and everywhere like Visa. Um, you have a catalog of shows, some mm-hmm. with some people I know, Grow Man Logic, mm-hmm. um, some other people we won't mention their names, but we know them people. Um, and you've been on all kinds of panels. You do not shy away from being on shows with people if it's good content that's correct not at all for what i feel like no matter what we no matter what we should give our perspective and if you want to have a panel or someone that's having an open you know concept to have people come on different perspectives is very important because no one thinks the same way and that is so true so true now before we get deep into this stuff you you got a crew you got two ladies in particular um and i've met both of them uh, one of them I have a good relationship with because she is uh, a lady that I, that I admire because of her Twitch and her, her video setup. <laughs> Could you let the world know about your crew real fast? Yeah, so my crew that he that JR is talking about is the amazing, my beautiful spirit sisters, I actually call them. One is Ty from Ray Lipstick Vibes Podcast. Shout out to my boo. And my other boo is Sharice from Grown Ass Folk Podcast. Now that one right there, she's a little spicy bice. <laughs> yeah, now she is wild. Um, I forgot what me and her did together. We was on something, on somebody's live or something. And, uh it, it was wild. I swear to God, she told me she was afraid of the, my podcast name or something. She said something to the extent that my podcast name creeped her out or something. So I don't know what it was, but she did yeah. say that. So all uh, of us collectively and together equals Brown Sugar Divas Talk. Basically what it is, is real talk dipped in brown sugar. Okay, okay. And I like that. And you have many, many ventures that we can go into. Um, we don't want to give away any of the new stuff, but, but let's go in here to, to the podcast because I'm one of these people, you know, I like to ask some deep questions and get to know you better. So Q, 
When you wake up in the morning, what is the first two hours of your day? Um, well, when I wake up in the morning, besides the first thing of going to the bathroom, brush my teeth, wash my face, <laughs> the, <laughs> next, the next thing is I meditate. I meditate every day. Um, Monday through Friday with my guided meditationer. Um, the Saturday and Sunday, since she taught us how to meditate a lot of stuff, I do do Saturday and Sundays. Um, from there, you know, I make sure that my child is basically, even though he just turned 21, I know I don't look like I have a 21 year old, but I do. Um, <laughs> Um, so I just make sure that he, you know, he's logged in, even though he's 21, people probably like, why is she still checking in on him? Whatever. A mother going to be a mother. I don't care if you're 65 years old and I'm 90, but I do check in on, make sure he got his T's crossed and God's out it. Um, of course, you know, I'm not a breakfast person, but other than that, from there, honestly, I dive in by logging into my work, my day job. I'm a pharmaceutical manager, but my passion is podcasting. From there, I'm basically all day after I log out, I'm creating um, content, titles for my next seasons, um, shows, flyers. And also now I'm on a tour with um, a reality show I'm in. It's called Soul Sisters. All right. And yes, and let me say something about this. Let me let me tell y'all some behind the scenes stuff. Now, me and you talk personally. You got my phone number. You can call me anytime. Mm -hmm. We text and we talk behind the scenes. And we you were what I call a true student of the podcasting game. You're a professor now. But when I first met you, you were a student of the game. You're one person that absorbs and observes everything that's going on so that you can have a measure for things. And I ain't talking about leveling up or this and that, but a measure so you you can know how you want to do your moves and how other people's moves have been positive and negative. And that is something I really respect about you. Yes, you have to be at the end of the day. It's not even just about the podcast industry. It's about this life in general. You're supposed to always continue to be a student um, and teachable and coachable. Cause as you continue to live on, you, you, you continue to grow. Now if you get stuck in doing that. Then what you here for? <laughs> Honestly, what you here for? Because you don't, we, as an individual, you don't know it all. So, so true. And then, like, even with you, I want to tell, you know, the uncommon folks, like, JR really was, when he met me, JR was, like, really surprised that I was open and that I really took very um, positive to criti um, constructive criticism. And he was just surprised. I was like, what? Listen, I told you, I'm a rare gem. I'm a black diamond, baby. <laughs> <laughs> And, and the reason behind that is, is because, you know, like I travel a lot, so I'm so everywhere. And, you know, you, you, you in New Jersey, New Jersey people, you know, y'all tough. Like, y'all like, want some New Jersey drive. Like, you know, we have stereotypes that everybody has, but, you know, New Jersey drive is that movie. And we, <laughs> we pay attention to Fetty Wap because people really was clowning Fetty Wap, like just because he'd be howling on a song like a wolf. But in the streets, Fetty Wap is tough. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You know, you're not messing with him. He a one-eye bandit. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just saying, like, so, so you know, and even in your voice, like, you hear, like, I feel like, you know, if something went down and, and like, like somebody ran up on me, you would just, just, just take them out with your voice. You ain't even got to hit them. They just going to know that your voice would assault them. That's yeah, how tough. It's a call, a power of authority. You know what I'm saying? You don't, I don't believe that you have to always physically, you know, do anything like that should be, feel like. Also, also the power authority in my voice is the shit that I've been through in my life. So 
that's another thing. So that, but we'll definitely touch on that level even deep too, because even, you know, I'm going to start sharing more with the audience and let them know who the substance, the material, the blueprint of who Q is. But yeah, the power authority, not only that from being from Jersey, you have to be, you know, you got to have that sternness, got to have that toughness, that ruggedness. And it's not all about physical fighting. It's about the fact of the respect. That's all I want. You ain't got to love me, like me, but respect me for sure you will do. Okay, okay. And, and I like that about you. Now, let's talk about this right now, um, because we didn't get to get this out here. And I didn't, I, um, I didn't, you know, when me and you talk, when we talk about this, we talk about things, like when you're in podcasts, and things have to make sense when you do them. Mm-hmm. And they have to be strategic. And we, you know, we will sometimes a big up, or something that some people would see as a follow up, turns into something even better. Mm-hmm. And me, me and you have gone back and forth when we talk about things and you're very creative. You got a lot of ideas and you're an entrepreneur. And that's something I love about you because like the way that you think if, if you lived closer to me, we would have to form a company and just run with it because you don't square yourself in. You stay round like a circle so that you can evolve and revolve. And that's something that you can't, that you can't find from somewhere. So who gave you that talent? Did you get it from your mama, your grandma, some family member who gave that to you? My grandfather, shout out to Ralph Flowers, rest in peace to his spirit still lives on. My grandfather, my grandfather, um, he he showed me the elevation revolving, that circle that you you explained. He was that person, no matter up, up until the day he passed at 81 years old, he was continuing to show me that that dynamic circle of continue to elevate, continue to revolve. Don't be blocked in a box or square, but let that circle of eternity continue to go on because with that circle, it continues to add un- um, un- additional things that we will never be stuck because as people, we, we, we've been gifted with so many things. Many things you just have to tap into it to find out what those gifts are. So, and I'm I'm a gift and a curse, honestly, because I have so much damn talent and within me. It's like I don't know if I'm coming or going. Okay, and and I like to hear that because that's that little side of you that um, people know now. And I hope in your later on series we get to hear more about the parables and the morals that your your grandfather passed along to you. Now let's flip the script real quick. So you know we all have major and minor success. But the thing I like about you, and I'm going to say this, this is the last I like about you that you get tonight, is this, is, is this right here. Are you, you, your mentality fits the man that I had on the show earlier tonight, Rhodes. Y'all are the type of people that make money while you sleep. You let your money make money for you. Mm-hmm. And when I catch a hold, or I call it a gold mine, when I catch hold of people like that, I keep them close to me. I, I treat them like stepchilds. Like I, I will, I, me, you don't talk every single day. And sometimes we 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 didn't go on a few weeks and not talk, but when the conversation we have, that conversation is two or three hours. Yeah. And we're going over everything and you're moving everything. And I'm getting some knowledge from you, even though you might not think you're giving me knowledge. You you helping me around the way on making some choices of on things that I'm doing. So I greatly appreciate that. But wow. I, I want you to, to to convey that to podcasters right now. What is a good look and a feel when you're starting your podcast? Um, when you say a good look in regards to Phil talking about from the beginning to the, to the end of when I, when I come into my process. Yes. Okay. So my whole process is, um, 
One, I start with meditation, prayer, and fasting. A lot of people don't know that. Yeah, some people do, some people don't. Yes, I do fast. I go on a full month, one month fast. Um, Because it, it helped me get with the clarity of what it is that I eternally for myself need to be able to end up tapping into the universe of what other people are dealing with. Um, it also, because a lot of people don't realize when I'm talking to people and I'm doing this podcast, I'm also speaking to myself, um, not just other people. Um, but from the from the fact is um, I'm jotting down one the dates what I'm ready to go. Um, from the dates I go to the fact that where um, I so start to I create I end up titling it. I already have my titles before anybody ever think about it. Um, from there and I match my guests and I start reaching out who would be a great fit that's going to bring umph death substance life to this particular episode. Um, and from there, I just go straight to um, to live. But after I reach out to them, they approve. I create my own flyers. I'm my own creative person. Um, I don't really edit. I don't do no editing because I believe that giving the people the real substance and uh, organic and authentic realness of it is something that you can't fake, something that you can't create. And I feel like to editing, you will take the substance, the, the true, the mm, that southern food grandma cook Sunday dinner out of it and you don't want to do that because I also look at pillow talk with the tea as if we're sitting that sitting down at grandma's kitchen table having that real uncomfortable conversation and being real with one another so that's basically my whole process okay and I like that because when you do that you just gave the gym of this episode and when I do the little audiogram that's I'm gonna take that whole little spot right there and do the little squiggly lines and and put that up there when we put this episode out now comes the tough questions. Now with me, I am a journalist, a podcaster, but I consider myself more of a journalist uh, because I try to dig deeper than just our normal mode of conversation. I want to be like the Tavis Smiley's and the, the Barbara Walters, these reporters in the world. So inside your catalog, mm-hmm. you got an episode from October 26, 2021. I don't even know what I was going through then, but it was kind of cold, I believe. Giving toxic people too many passes. Mm. I remember that one. And then you had an episode before that, Toxic Environments. Mm-hmm. Some of your episodes kind of follow a certain groove there. Um, just like uh, Women Empowering Women, you had an episode in between that was Love Language. That, that was a little off, but Queenism, both of them tied in together. So in your product, you may not notice, and I, and I probably just brought something to your attention. I hope I didn't. I hope you already knew this because you're playing in a strategic. You keep your theme central, and you keep people tied in. And I could see love language going in there, too. Mm-hmm. So you're helping people mm-hmm. to understand that it's all right to say what they need to say. And that's got to be empowering to you. It's not a gratification or it's not something that's going to give you an extra life like in a video game. But it has to be a type of empowerment and not a gratification because you know in between them episodes you're healing somebody so the real question i have for you is inside of any of this body of work is there any healing you had to do with some of these episodes absolutely um just basically with with and then a, a, a lot it's so funny that you say that you, you're hitting it right on the hit on the head um during that time Again, I didn't know that the reality show was about to come out, but got to remember healing is a continuous journey. 
So of course I had to be able to heal with the removing people and not allowing myself to be in those toxic relationships, even if it's a family member or a friend. Doesn't matter, as long as it has ship at the end, it's still a connection. Um, just also just, just the whole thing of love language for me to understand as I'm growing and me just turning 40 years old, understanding who am I? Um, what's my love language? So I could be able to communicate that with my future husband. Um, also with the um, empowerment, the fact is that it's lack of sisterhood and empowerment was going on, which I know so many women DM me and reach out to me. And I see this in their faces when I do, I am out, that a lot of women are seeking that sisterhood, that village. And now I've been blessed to receive that and have that within my family and also without. I'm telling women that we need to start empowering each other. We need to put sister back in sisterhood. We need to start, stop talking about each other, stop competing with each other and start connecting and building each other. So during that time, I was going through a lot of transition and healing and elevation with myself because I cannot speak and preach this shit if I'm not practicing and walking it myself. So true, so true. And I appreciate that. And I like the synopsis, that quick synopsis you did on the episode. And I'm going to tie into a few episodes because you got one, September 15th, the G-A-M-E, your mindset prior, during, and after relationship. <laughs> now, now, let me throw this in here real quick. We all go through these relationships because we all had some heartache and we all had our hope phases and we had our horror phases and we had all these extra phases that we went to until we found a love and then for some strange reason i don't know if it's anybody else but i know it happened to me sometimes some love just get taken away because of circumstance and things trials tribulations all that stuff happens so when you did this episode mm -hmm. what were you thinking when you did this I was, it's not even what I was thinking, it's what, what I was constantly repeated, consistently hearing from women and men. Um, I was even, I had close family members and friends who was going through breakups. And you know, with that, and I call it the game, because at the game, when you end or you break up with somebody, it's not, you can't say it's officially over because you go back numerous times, like tug of war, before you actually decide to say, I'm done. So, and when you do decide to say I'm done, there's three stages of a breakup. You know what I'm saying? You got to be able to end up realizing and noticing where um, you got to learn from your previous. You got to end up knowing what you want, your, what you're present. And then also and take those two elements and end up saying what, what I'm going to do better in my future relationship. And not in this always say I don't regret any of my relationships anything with my ex because if I did then I'm regretting the fact that I was taught something um to do better I was taught different ways of who I am and to know what I will accept and what I want to accept what I like and what I don't like so I don't regret it and that right there tying into that like those lessons we learn. I don't call nothing a mistake. I just call it a lesson that was tied on to, to my foot a little bit tighter than the other lesson. Mm -hmm. um, so, so I'll wrap around that. Now, let's go back to 2020. Is getting back with an ex a good idea? <laughs> now, let me get my spin on this real quick. Um, with things that happened with me, um, with the death of Michelle and all other stuff, and and this is, this is the exclusive 
this hasn't been shared anywhere. Um, Michelle had gastric bypass surgery, right? Okay. And we had a conversation because um, she had it right after my birthday, like a, a day after, two, a day in between my birthday. Was July 13th, she had it on the 15th. And mm. we, we had this conversation and how me and her got together was kind of me leaving my ex to go to her because I kind of creep with, with her, to, you know, from my ex. And they became friends or maybe not friends, but they had a conversation outside of me like when I was gone or something. Mm. And the conversation was this. And this is why I'm tying into this. And, and that's one of the episodes I like that you did because it gave me a different perspective, even on what I did. Michelle told me that if anything happened to her during the surgery, that Stacy, who I was with before, was the person that she could see me with if something had ever happened to her. She said, they don't have to be your choice and you and her don't have to go down that road. But she said, y'all had something before we had something. And she said, and... And, and I'll never take anything away from what you do because we love each other in different aspects and in different motions, as I say. Mm-hmm. So she passed away and I waited a good time so that I could grief and do what I did. And then eventually I got back with Stacy. So te- technically, you know, Stacy is my ex. And the way that we were able to work it out is I learned in life that you got to have this, this weird type of communication with people. Um, and we talk about the shades of light when I talk about this, you talk about OPEC, which is, you know, you can't see it, mm-hmm. Trans, translucent, which you can see through, and then you got transparent, which you can see through. Yeah. So so I learned in communication, even how I talk to everybody, and I treat everybody with the same respect like I do with you, we got to be transparent and concise. So mm-hmm. me going back with Stacy, I had to be straight up and honest. I'd be like, hey, the things in this relationship that didn't work before, and why I creeped and ended up with who I ended up with was because of a statement that I took the wrong way. And I'm guilty. I, was, I, I did creep and end up with Michelle. Gotcha. But Michelle took care of a communication barrier that I couldn't have with Stacy at that time. So yeah. you know, when me and Stacy was able to apply the stuff that me and Michelle had worked on and got me as a better communicator, God rest her soul, it's made us flourish. Yes. So when I listened to your episode, I was just amazed. I was like, I got to get hyped with this. And I listened to it and it gave me a whole different perspective. So please let the audience know just a little bit about that episode. Um, so with that episode, um, is getting back with the ex a good idea? Um, I wanted to create the episode because I know that a lot of people have different perspectives on it, like even what you just explained and have different stories in regards and experiences. Me, personally, I'm not the type of person that, that dibble back. And I don't, and why I say that it's not a good idea. And this was a fight between a lot of people in the comments when I did this live, um, with men and women, which I was like, okay, we, we got something here. Um, but I feel like to me, personally, I don't go back. It's because when the season is over, it's personally over. Um, whatever I needed to be taught, whatever I needed to be learned, whatever it is that I needed, be, is it is. And then I'm going to say also the reason why I choose not, because with experience of me did going back years ago in my life, I realized that with sometimes with those situations is it could even be, if it ended ugly or even if it didn't end ugly, it, the second time trying to round, it could make it even more, it could be uglier or it get ugly. And you start hating each other and you start asking yourself, why the hell you even tried this again? So it's like putting um, salt in a wound. 
So it's like, why are we gonna do that? Don't we supposed to be healing this wound? We not supposed to be picking with the scab and continue to keep messing with it. Ain't gonna never heal. So me, I just wanted to create that episode because again, I wanted to put put, uh, put two different perspectives out there because even my guests I had on there, they felt like it was, a, I think, no, she didn't want, I don't, think, I don't think so. I'm not sure. I think she did or she didn't, but it was a great spectrum even with the audience um, perspective because a lot of people was just torn between I would and other was like I wouldn't. So that was a great perspective because at the end of the day, so many of us do choose to go back because we go back a fear of being lonely, um, of being alone, or fear or, or have the fear of we're not good enough for another person or we just or we end up staying or going back because we like damn we don't want to have the time to invest again to try to learn somebody all new again all over so i just wanted to be able to break that barrier and end up having that conversation and, and, and like i said it was so good like it made me think of some things it was like did i go back because i was lonely did i go back because it was like a convenience store. It would just be easy, you know, or, mm-hmm. you know, like you jump back on a bike. And then I was able to differentiate and see the difference in my situation and, and how I was as a person. But I, it was always good to have something to, to a reference. And that's what I want to commend you on for that. Yeah. Now, we're going to get into a few more questions here real quick because um, we'll have to have you back on. We're going to do a, a, a more tight knit interview. This is from my un- this is from my unfiltered series, and, and what this is is we just go off the bat, like it's not scripted because I have, didn't make any questions for this. I just came up with some stuff just on the fly, um, and I don't normally do that. You know I'm structured. I got I got everything locked down, and normally you don't even agree to do an episode like this because we just did this on the fly. She yeah. ain't even she ain't even on a video. <laughs> <laughs> now. This is a, these are some serious questions, and the reason that I'm getting these answers out of you now is because you're going about to go do an intimate series with yourself. Um, so everybody has a song that brings them into a certain light and makes them feel a certain way. What is that song that keeps you motivated to go in life? Mm, it doesn't matter. It could be any song for any genre. Yeah, any song. Ooh, ooh. I, I, it's hard to really say a song, but what I could say, uh, the genre that keeps me motivated, keep me grounded, keep me going is gospel music. I would be in here. And the thing is my son is so used to it now. He don't even see me no more. <laughs> I would be in here having a Holy Ghost. I'll be jumping up and down. Um, I just will be, will be going through the things I need to purge out and believe purge. When I say purge audience, I mean crying because a lot of people don't realize that crying is a purge that you're cleansing within the things that you're probably having trouble. You having di- difficulties doing or getting through and you just, you going through some things. So crying it out is okay. It's a purge of cleanse. Um, just being able to just shout and, and then also just being grateful and, and thanking him because I, I I probably shouldn't be here. And, you know, so I'm just grateful. And then I have to also remember that tomorrow somebody probably not wake up. But if I'm if I'm glad and praise to be able to be woken up, I, I, I made it another day. So gospel music is one of my genres that I that that motivates me, that pumps me, that gets me going, that sit there and you know, elevate my flow and just make me grateful as hell about everything. Okay. And, and I can, and I can roll with that. Cause like, I'll tell you, 
um, when the pressures get on me, and it's a weird song because you know I'm old school gospel. It's a group called Canton Spirituals. They from out of Ohio, out of Canton, Ohio. Shout out to Canton. Um, they had a song called "I'm Dependent on You." Okay. And I'm gonna give it to you so you can listen to that later. And sometimes, you know, because we carry a lot of weight with us. That is one gospel song, and I know everybody else has got some people, um, you know, Shirley Caesar and different things like that that pull them up. But Canton Spirituals, just their music, like that gets me sometimes. But interesting thing with me, um, like you said, it's a lot of different music, but R&B music is mine. It's 80s R&B music because, you know, it ain't because I'm light-skinned and I look like one of the members of Elder Barge or anything like that. It's just something <laughs> about synth 80s R&B music. It, it had some extra flair to it. I wish I had lived in that time. You know, I was born in 85, but if I had been you know, older in that time, I would have had the little white Trans Am with the S curl and mm-hmm. everything going on. So I could just fit into that reality in a big old cell phone with the pop collar. But um, R&B music moves me. Now, we're going to go even deeper into media. What is a movie that you can watch that just sets a tone for you? Like, you can watch it and just move away from it and that movie helps you through the rest of your week. Ooh. Good question. Damn. That's a hard that's a hard one. Now let me do this. I'm gonna put some filler in here, and everybody knows what my famous filler is. I'm just gonna put in a few words while you think about that. Now, me, um, it's crazy. Like I, I look, I'm a, a movie connoisseur, like I watch a lot of movies. So I like this director named Wes Anderson. He made uh, the Royal Tenenbaum, um Life Aquatic with Steve Zeus. All his films are what they call criterion films, so they kind of cinematography. I like a film that has a message that I got to figure it out. And uh, Life Aquatic with Steve Zeus is my favorite movie because it has so many different themes in it that it was one of the movies like, and Wes Anderson does this in a lot of his movies. He makes it to where you make his movie make sense to your life. Mm. And okay. so, you, so you find different parts. And, and at some point I'll send you my movie list so you can at least catch out, catch two of them. I think you would like Life Aquatic with Steve Zeus. It's kind of quirky, but like I said, some of the uh, themes and the way that he does things, it kind of makes you just wrap yourself in it. And then he's got other ones that are good too, but that's just the one I like. So so what movie moves you? I, listen, it's, it's crazy. Ain't nothing still popped up. And that's a good question that really stopped me. That is crazy. <laughs> a movie that really moves me. What in the hell? Like, what movie moves me? I, I can't really get it. I got. We got to come back to that one, Jr. Because that's crazy. All right. So look, in the next episode, yeah. we'll come back. We'll come back with that one in the next one. So you'll have time to get me a script written for it. Yeah, All right. Yeah, I, have, I have something that moved me, but it's it's not really like a film. It's not really it's you stuff that be on TV, but it's not like a film. But a movie, like I'll. But people probably call me cheesy, but honestly, Tyler Perry movies do move me in a way. People might call me cheesy. I don't give a damn, but you already know I don't. <laughs> yeah, and I can agree with that because some of his stuff is uplifting. Um, it, it has elements of different things when it comes to mental health, depression, abuse, um, what we're going through in our Black society and culture, or just the world general, the, you know, Black and white. Um, just the whole different things it moves through every, the elements of everything through life and he puts that on film and I like the fact that he shows the beginning of the process of when you're going through the stuff but there's a there's a light at the tunnel okay and I can agree with that on a lot of his stuff 
especially the one with Janet Jackson in it. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my girl. <laughs> yeah, so I, so I can definitely say that. Now, um, inside podcasting, there's politics and there's things that happen. Um, we can't be susceptible to what other people think or do when we're podcasting because we're producing a product for many adventures and reasons. And in my case, I will say one of my products is because it's something that that has made me who I am today. The other stuff that I do for fun may not have a sponsor, may not have this going on with it. So my few questions I'm going to ask you are podcast related questions. What is something that is wrong in podcasting today? <laughs> the lack of support and also the um, the competition is of like everybody trying to be better than one another steady just honestly collaborating steady trying to compete um also the lack of education too i would say that <laughs> and you already know me jr i'm gonna be very transparent on this um when you when you do have somebody on when you have somebody on your platform um and you present them to come on your platform protect your guests that's like if you're inviting into them their your home and once they inside your home and you invite them at the dinner table, anything that happens on um, in your home and that you invite someone to your guest, you are responsible for that person. Um, so protect your guests. No matter, I don't give a damn if a troll is a role, a robot, I don't care what it is, protect your guests because that guest will never have to ever go through any mental, emotional or whatever that may occur if you did not ask them to be up there and invite them into your home, which is your platform. Um, also, research your guests and know your guests. Let's not just have no shows and call it a show and put a title on it and then put podcasts at the end. Um, so those are a lot of lack of things that's going on in um, the community of podcasting that needs to get better. And, and I wholeheartedly agree with that for the simple fact, like, not everybody, like, I don't do this unscripted uh, off the dome type stuff that we're doing right now. I'm doing this because I'm in a fun mood and you were using it, using it in the live. And I was like, I, you, when you said something and I was like, we got to get, get some magic going because I got that spirit right now and I got that feeling. And I do, I do agree with you on that because like, sometimes I just hear this thing that I've been talking to another podcaster about uh, all day today. I hear this flatness in podcasting. Sometimes you can get on there and just rant. And mm -hmm. And everybody knows that I'm not against Instagram lives or anything. I love them to death because it's brought a lot of people success. It has never brought me any success. I do a live. I get 10 people, 20 people into it. And then by the morning, I'll get more viewers because they'll see it then because I don't schedule anything. So that's my fault there. But inside Instagram live, there are hardened politics. And these politics come from the comments. It don't even come from people that's on the show. It comes from these Billy badasses. And I said Billy badasses that want mm -hmm. to talk this extra smut in the mm -hmm. episode, but don't want to get on camera, don't want to be on there and say this stuff. So so I noticed that from the get-go in, in, in this, and it'd and it be people, it, what's crazy, it's usually people that run right in your circle, people that's halfway tight with you or got an affiliation in a certain manner. So how do you handle these type of people? If the, I don't know if this has ever happened to you, but I'm just asking, how, how, would, how would you handle someone being disrespectful in your life that, 20, 30 minutes ago with somebody that was wanting to be on your show? Um, I immediately remove them. I don't care. I remove them and I end up blocking them. Because at the end of the day, again, somebody 
if, they, if it's if somebody in my comments or somebody that's in my life, I'm going, listen, I like I even told my sister Sharice, I would out I, I would in the live and everybody would be looking like, what the hell just happened? Q just went. That's like you know how you a broadcast announcement and all of a sudden like a movie or show was playing and because it was inappropriate, they just went beep. I will immediately do that. Yeah, and if you are in the comments, I immediately will end up uh, removing you from the live by blocking you. And you will, and if you hit me up to DM me and ask me what happened, then you will have to have all rights to earn your way back to um, being part of my live again. Because at the end of the day, I'm not looking for any followers. I'm looking for true supporters. And so following a supporter is completely different. Thank you so much. That right there, I'm putting my hands together in a prayer. That was a gem right there because too many people get fixated on this and that. And I tell people this and, I, and I'm 100% honest and I'm going to be, because this is unfiltered, I can just be raw about this. If these cats is not making me money, mm-hmm. if they're not pushing down loads, if they're not out here in their cities putting my QR codes up, I ain't got no reason for them. If you're a friend, you're a friend. You hit me on my phone, you got my phone number. Not everybody gets my number. Um, so that's one thing I want to say out there. Just like, you got my number. You got my number because we are friends. If you, yeah. come to, you come to the city, you got a place to stay out here. You know, usually you just pass it. You, know. you say that to me. I'm like, if I'm never in the area, I'm like, good. <laughs> yeah, you, you never know. You might take a cross-country trip for a tour in Columbus. So you might need to stop for a few hours or something. Anyway, West Virginia is always open to you. Um but I wholeheartedly, and I can't say wholeheartedly way too much, I know people, but I agree with everything you said so much because that's why like, I stay away from Instagram lives. I'm being 100% honest. This is something I've been wanting to talk about for a while. I stay away from Instagram lives because I see like what y'all do as a collective is amazing. But then, it, but then nine times out of 10, and it don't matter if you're black or white, so I'm not even saying it on the race thing. I'm just saying it just clear cut. It's always somebody that wants to be tough in the comments, but when a cop pleads, when it comes to being in that DM, and I've had it happen way too many times, these tough Billy badasses, like I say, they say all this extra stuff, but then in the, the, the DMs or if they text message me, they 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 sitting out here copping, please. Oh, I, I didn't mean this or that. No, nah, you said what you said. So I'm going to treat it like my grandma said. If you're wanting people to act on what you feel and deal with the emotions later, I have no room for you in my life. Exactly. Exactly. And I definitely agree with that. And my thing is, but like my grandfather always said to me is that um, believe what a person tell you and show you who they are. And from that point, when you do that, you have lack of fake, phony and BS and chaoticness in your life. Because first of all, life shouldn't be hard. And then people that you choose to bring in your circle or connect with with your heart, that shouldn't be complicated either. So like my thing, like I said, I just, I ain't got time for it. <laughs> I really and, and, and that's what I like about you. Cause like you, you're, you're you, like, when you're cutting the cookies, you know, you, you got your edges and everything straight on the cookies and everything's on point. Like Steve Nash, uh, you move around really good. Like, yeah, I mean, getting the paint. So that type of movement and, and having that kind of awareness should have made you a good basketball player. Um, but uh, the, the, the other thing tied into these podcast politics, and this is one thing I don't like, and I like I like what I see between you and your, your, your people and your crew. Y'all support each other, 
But I hate what we call, and this is something like me and the other dudes that's on Mount Rushmore, we talk about this. We hate shadow support. Mm. Shadow shadow support is a terminology that don't get used much. And it's not a podcast term that, that people talk about unless you invested in it. Shadow support is these people, and it ain't even clout chasers. Shadow support is this, and it's just this example. Someone listens to your show that's another podcaster. They don't really get down with you, but they know that if they put a like on yours, that you're going to, because you're a, a nice person, whatever, you might give them a little boost here and there. Like you might mm-hmm. this and that. And it happens to me sometimes. I had a shadow support. These people will boost my stuff. They'll put a like on Instagram. And like I tell everybody, and like, you, like we all agree, we are not here for Instagram followers. If we want to be influencers, we would just uh, sell product placement. I would just sell uh, projectors all day. I would just grab a projector like this and be like Nebula Capsule put it in your house <laughs> and that's not what i'm here for i do want to say nebula capsule blah 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 is a sponsor for my show that's what i want but i don't need to to be out there strip flexing and stuff like that if i wanted to do that i would have done it 20 years ago mm-hmm. and, and some of these people that's that shadow support they're just looking for a flex like mm-hmm. oh i can get up here and and that type of shadow support you know, I shut it down very simple. If I, when I find that it's a certain group that does it, I, I repeat the, the actions that they do. If you like something of mine, oh yeah, I'm going to like something of yours later on down the road. Mm-hmm. I'll do that. And if that person follows one of the things that I talk about in podcast talks, because I can, this is one way you can weed people. If someone doesn't share your stuff in their story and they're always liking your stuff, that, that's a shadow, a shadow support. Because mm. mm. like on because a like on Instagram, and you can probably agree with me with that, the algorithm, if you're trying to be an influencer, that's fine. But if you're not trying to influence with your podcast and you're just trying to, you know, sell a product, I mean, not sell a product, but get a message out there, pass along um, stuff so you eventually get sponsors and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Influencing has never made me no money. Yeah. Yeah. And then also what I don't like is um, the whole politics. You hit you hit on this um, on your live. Uh, where you say that um, I'm only going to do something because I'm looking for something, you know, what, what can I, what can you do for me? If I, if you do something for me, if I do something for you, I'm looking for you to do something for you to do something for me. That's to me, that's like, basically I'm, I'm going to give the little kids the little toys for Christmas because I'm looking for that organization to do something back to me. Like you either going to do give these children toys to be genuine, authentic from your heart and giving and loving, or you're not. Cause my thing is, if you want to choose to do something, do something because it's organic, it's authentic, it's real. That's who your heart and your nature, your personality is. Don't do something because you're looking down a road to end up gaining and receiving something back. Because to me, you can may receive it, but are you going to truly keep it? Is it truly going to be a blessing? No. To me, that's a devil in disguise. And I really, I, I watch out for the devil working in, into people because the devil do come in disguises and he works and play on people's personalities, their hearts and their emotions. And you never know who's working with them. Right. And, and I say that, and this is just an insight because we're doing the unfiltered and we just talk and getting it out here. And I do this quick portrayal too. And this is the test with me. If you know that I'm genuine about what you're doing, like, cause there's been some instances I will say that with some people, I did look at some dollar signs ankle front. Cause mm-hmm. I knew that I knew it wasn't going to be a, a, a relationship that's going to last long. I knew that they was toxic and, and I am guilty of that. Cause I, I did it one time. I did it twice. Didn't do it three times, but I did it twice. But here's, here's my litmus test 
like we used to, to to find out acid and or whatever pH level of stuff is. This is how I do things. Um, I hear people talking about like if you listen to my episode or not. I don't care if anybody really listens. That's not my business. I got fans. You know, you got fans and I got listeners and I got loyal, we got loyal fan bases. So that's fine. Yeah. The one thing that I ask them is, uh, do you know my first name? <laughs> and when I ask someone that, and you can't tell me JR, I mean, my legal name is Wilbert, but when you can't tell me JR, all you can say is West Virginia Uncommonplace. At that point right there, I can't do nothing with you. I can yeah. give you advice. I can give you advice because I, basically I'm a library. So I'm a resource. So I will help people. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you can't, don't know my first name, mm-hmm. I, I will foster a great relationship with you to a point. And you'll sit back because I know that all that was going on is, like I said, I'm a, re- I'm a library. So I know people have to come to me for resource for certain things because that's how I present myself. So that's fine. But if you're genuinely not trying to be a part of this craft and to help it grow, like you're a person that helps it grow. That's part of your testament. I'll do it at the end of this. But um, I can tell because I got that off word. I can tell who who's just here for the limelight. And then I see people that are here with the potential. And then I see people that just have natural star power like you have. And quite a few. It's, a, it's about 10 of y'all that's got the star power. And y'all, some of y'all move smooth with it. And some of you don't. And, and out of that 10, you're one of the ones that move smooth with it. It's about four of y'all that move smooth. It's six of y'all that don't. So I'll come in sometime and hit you with a little advice and then leave you alone. Yeah. And the reason I do it that way is because I don't want to build a friendship. I want you to, to feel like, you know, we cousins, but we cousins from different states. Like you come visit me in the summer. We mm-hmm. good. And you're going to get information. And when anytime we talk, it's going to be like we've been friends forever. Yeah. It's, it's more powerful than that day-to-day friend because the day-to-day friend is there for all the heavy blows. Mm-hmm. And I know with so many people around me, I'm not going to be there for every one of your heavy blows. But when you take a knockdown, that's when I'm going to pop up. And that in some circles is not cool. Some people call it opportunist. I don't call it an opportunist at all. I call it that I deal with a lot of people. And I'm, like I said, when you're a resource, it's different because as a resource, I have to constantly be like, hey, I can't turn this person away just because how I feel about them, their shadiness and their practices, I will turn away. I won't be personal with them, but I'll give them business since I'm moving to a certain side. And, and that's one thing that's hard in the business for me, because sometimes it's been some people that said some downright stuff. And I just had to put them in my memories museum, like you said, and just dump them away. Mm-hmm. And you good, because let me tell you something. I'm, I'm really, even if I never met a person, but just talking to them, um, on the live or FaceTime or Zoom, whatever. Because in, in, no matter what, you still feel energy when you see a person's face or even just to hear the voice. You could get you could get a sense of who they are. Um, I'm really big on energy. And me, I, I, me being at this age, when a person fucked me once, I'm not giving them another chance to do it. That's just like, I really honestly don't really want apology from nobody. And I learned that. And my, my, my last my last altercation discussion that I had with some people, you know who I'm talking about, um, <laughs> um, that taught me to not want an apology from people because at the end of the day, the apology is for really what? Um, they end up probably doing it again or do they really truly mean it? And I'm not about to question that, you know, and I'm not, I don't want nothing fake or phony because at the end of the day, I should have to 
come or have a conversation about you apologizing. You should automatically feel like, okay, even if you do not feel like you fucked up, you should hear your friend, your sister, whoever you connected to or speaking to, even if it's in business, you hear that person's experience and because they're telling you their experience and what they lived through or been through or experienced, then you, you respect that enough to say, I am, I apologize that you went through that and that you experienced that. Don't go around it, go straight to it. Because at the end of the day, when you get off that phone call, or when you get off that, out that conversation, not only you, you, you elevated, you transitioned and you grew 10 more feet in, inside yourself, but you also did the due diligence of that person to show that other person you apologize to that you are a true loyal ass person. And that you have no problem being accountable for what you may have done because they experienced something opposite what you thought they did. But I could keep going on about that. That's a whole different podcast. But <laughs> yeah, that, that'll be look when I make my rare live appearance. That's a, that'll be something that we'll have to do on live. Um, and in my point to add to that, I don't even accept apologies. Uh, poor behavior and poor mannerism without there being a mental health issue a documented mental health issue. Mm -hmm. I will not deal with that person because mm -hmm. if someone, if I say anything out of pocket, I say it to myself. If I, if I, if I, if it's something I really think out of pocket or I'm just like, damn, this motherfucker dumb as shit. Mm -hmm. It will never leave my mouth. It'll be in my head. It'll make it down through here and it'll act like it wants to come out. I might do the, but <laughs> it is not, listen, it is not coming out to anyone because I don't want to put strife or humility like humiliate someone humiliate someone on any level because I know people got issues and different things like that and we with mental health you know something we all talk about so many struggles that people go through and people hide it by laughing at what they do in their actions and mannerisms so when I catch certain people in certain lights like that I'm like man is this person working with everything that they need to to survive and strive, or is this a just an act or mannerism that they're doing because they need attention? Mm -hmm. And after I put that much time into it, I realize I can never talk to them again. Yeah. I agree. I because like, like the great forecast said, never, ever, ever give anybody real estate in your mind that you're not loving or any of the three Fs. Shout out to um forecast because that is so damn true. Right. Because what you're doing is giving them in the um, you know, uh, a space in your head renting for free. <laughs> like, why? So I, I get that. Shout out to him. That's that's one a big but yeah, so me, I'm on I'm on that train with y'all because I do not accept apologies. If you do it once, I'm not giving you a chance to do it again and fuck your apology. Right. And, and then that's something I'm going to take from you. I'm going to keep with me. That, that memories museum that I got up here, I'm going to add an extra four brain in the back so that I can put a lot more people back there. Now, on the happier things, um, you have the series that's going on that I, I didn't have you guys on for, but we talked about it behind the scenes. Um, and that's one thing that's cool about it, me and you. We can talk about everything. And I, I brought it up. You won't go even bring it up. You was just like, whatever. Um, and, and I like to put this in our unfiltered episode. Uh, just this little tidbit you have an amazing reality show that yeah. is that is getting push and pull please let the audience know about it and let them know about this tour that you all are on this podcast tour 
Yes. So this amazing, amazing reality show that I'm um, on, um, that I'm in, is called Soul Sisters. Um, it's basically 12 women who came in a house who were complete strangers, complete strangers, um, that was guided through the life, um, certified life coach, Trisha McGree. Um, and our common goal was to, was healing and to get on life course. That was our common goal. Um, we're currently now on a promo press tour. Um, basically, that's going to end on February 28th. It's been a full, been a whole month. So at the end of February, it will be a two month, two month press tour that we completed. Um, but it's definitely dropping, and it's going to be amazing. And this is actually reality back, real reality back on TV that we need, not scripted, not something that the, the, the production team telling you should do to get a, 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 you know, a reaction from one of the girls or whoever. This is real straight reality TV that's dealing with the mental health and um, healing of the heart, the traumas, triggers, and generational traumas that we truly need that our world is dealing with. And this is something that everyone needs to definitely check out. We having a Facebook Live watch party on February 10th. So go follow those Soul Sister Reality Show page on Facebook and Instagram. And then February 23rd, that's when the world premiere that everybody will be able to see it. And it's going to be February 10th at 9 p.m. Now, if you don't mind, could you let the audience know about these podcasts that you jumped on? Because you literally, you, with you and your connections and everybody you know, you were on all of the heavy, you've been on all the heavy hitters. <laughs> could, could you name a few of them heavy hitters so that they know what they're I'm bragging, but... <laughs> Um, yeah, so, hey, oh my God, JR, I've been on so many. I've been on Drunk With Friends. I've been on The Empress Corner with the amazing women. Um, I've been on Mama Cocktail Hour. Um, yes. who, um, who else I've been on? Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. I've been on, um, oh my God, it's so many. that whew, I ain't even got my list in front of me. JR just put me on the spot. It's so many people that really, when I, when you ever, wherever you see me at and wherever you will see me at in the future and the others in the present, that's because I believe in these people. That's because I believe in the body of work that they do and they actually have the same common goal and passion and inspiration that I am doing and wanting to, you know, get out here to the universe. But it's so many more I have jumped on that I cannot end up Oh, oh my God, I can't forget. So problematic. Oh my God, those two women are the freaking, freaking bomb. Yes, I was on them, um, on their, um, their show. That was a vibe. Like two hours actually went by and we didn't even know it. And we could have, we could have kept going. Oh, so that'll be a good one to listen to. That we could have kept going and we was looking like, hold up, I think we better stop talking because we could keep going. And I said, listen, <laughs> we break it down to two, like three parts. Um, but it was so many other people. Um, who else that I've been on? I can't remember so many more other people, but it's been a lot of people. But it, I have such a major experience. Um, looking to do it again. Um, but of course, my schedule gonna go a little more tighter, especially with me being on TV now and doing reality um, TV and have so many other different um, avenues of entrepreneurship and business that I'm going under, I mean, that I'm doing and looking to actually do under the Pillow Talk with the T brand. It's going to really limit my um, schedule, but definitely returning back with Pillow Talk with the T on March 3rd. 
Um, so Thursdays only at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time live on Instagram. And you could catch the after show on my IGTV as well as my YouTube channel. Um, but other than that, anybody that look, will look for me to be on that show, definitely they will have to just connect with me, hit me up in the DMs. I'm not, I don't look at myself as a celebrity. I'm very humble. Um, I like to reach people. It doesn't matter if I'm on the top of the hill or the bottom. I'm, I love talking to people and just I'm reachable. Okay, and and I appreciate that. And uh, the next time that you come on my show, I'm gonna go ahead and let you know and let the audience know. I do another show called uh, Behind the Scenes, and that's a podcast centric episode. I'm mm-hmm. gonna have you on for podcast growth. Okay. That's and, what's up. And the reason behind that is that's what you were storyboarded for originally before we did this right here, because this is this is gonna be a promotional swap. I'm gonna throw this out fairly quick. Because you got some February deadlines to, to meet here and there. So I'm going to definitely put it out um, either before Valentine's Day or right near. Okay. That's what's okay. up. You know, because the editing process. It'll, when we get snowed in this weekend, I'll definitely be able to get to that. Okay. Cool. Cool. And, and, um, and then, then I'll do something with you in the middle of the week when it comes to a live. I'm doing all this so the audience can hear how raw it is. Me and you'll personally get a live going somewhere in my prime time because 1136 for my crowd, everybody's going to be it. <laughs> just to be honest with you so now um some vintage things that i do on this show that i bring out um growing up i watched 2020 and we all know that whole stick i do about barbara walters and tavis Mallon and everybody else that is a um reporter here's this we got to get to the tough question the toughest question and i've never asked anybody in this but I've, it's happened to me and i'm going to explain my story after you tell your story because I just want to do it so I can blab on. What has been your heartbreak in podcasting? Mm. What has been my heart heartbreak in podcasting experience? Yes, or overall, just in podcasting. Just put a cap on it and just say, in podcasting, do you want me to go first or do you want to? Yeah, you go first. Because <laughs> right. me some amazing questions. <laughs> and, uh, oh. and it's still amazing. Yeah, I, I try to, you know, like I said, I try to be a journalist sometimes. And my heartbreak, my, my heartbreak was this. And I tell a story like, I told it like, because like you, like I said, I only do 10 appearances on shows a year. After 10, I don't do no more. On one of the shows I told about this heartbreak, it was this podcast when I first started out called The Late Late Show. And these two girls was 18 years old. And it ain't nothing creepy, no funny business, because I'm not R. Kelly or anybody else that doesn't hit wild stuff. But they took me to the side and they taught me how to do my Canva properly. They taught me how the podcast promotion works, how to slide and glide, and who not to mess with in podcasting. Mm. They did did all this in two hours. I didn't pay them no money. I gave them a shout out. They did produce four podcast shows and left. These two young ladies are making good money, what they're doing now, because they are 100% working for a a company that does podcasts and it could be Spotify or whoever and that advice they gave me propelled me to what I am today mm-hmm. and heartbreak is is that though these two young ladies were so on point and like even all my moves like how I how I don't you really don't catch me too many places like you know I podcast I put the videos out but unless you're part of that legion or that inner circle you're not gonna know what's going on with me because I don't push it out there like that yeah and 
my heartbreak is, is that these young ladies, I never got to interview them. I never got to do anything else with them because when they disbanded, they disbanded. They still got the page up. But they don't answer shit. I don't even know their names. <laughs> I just call them Kate and Ann. Kate and Ann. Kate and Ann. Mm. And these two young ladies, I'm talking about two hours, like we said, in the Zoom like we're doing now, and they, they share on their screen, show me how to do this and that. What times on the East Coast to touch this? What times not to do this? They gave me the full package to be successful for free. The only reason that they did it for me and they told me at the very end was because I was the only person that went on to their, um, after they added me on Instagram, I'm the only person that went on and actually listened to an episode and I gave them a full critique on it. I was real. I didn't lie. I was like, the audio is trashy. It sounds like you're on the mic like this. Well, I, I can't even get that close. Let me see if I can get that close. They was on the mic like this. And you heard that difference. Like, and that, yeah. that's, that's not natural. And no one was fluent with them. And that's why I like the relationships that I have with people like you and other people like to, to be fluent. But my heartache, heartbreak is that I never got to give them a proper thank you. Like I never got to get them in an interview and be like to tell them thank you because you guys gave me a mode and a method and I was able to spread it to so many people. Mm, mm, got you. Got you. Wow. And it's like they, they came and they just vanished. Gone. Right. Like, Wow, that's deep. That's deep. And then you say that, and, and I know you probably been reaching out, but they don't answer. Oh, that's, oh, Jesus. But you know what, JR, at the end of the day, I really think that these two women really do know that you appreciate them. Um, just probably, even if they probably don't answer or they probably don't, um, you know, respond to anything, I guarantee you they probably seeing seeing your glow up, seeing your elevation, and they seeing what you're doing and see that you took whatever they taught you and you made it your own and you ran with it and you're growing. And I and I think they feel like that's more than enough that 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 that's a big thank you, you know, to them, honestly. Well, I know? appreciate that. So so what's been your heart heartbreak? Um, as you've been talking, actually, I got two, you know. All right, let's get them. Let's get them. All right, so one of my biggest heartbreak at, um, in the podcast industry is the, the lack that I see that there's no connection with women in the podcasting that much. It's a, I think truly um, you can hate me if you want, but I don't care, but you will go and respect me. Um, <laughs> um, is the fact is that there's a lot of jealousy. There's a lot of competition and envy when it comes to women. Um, and I see that not a lot of women end up working together. And if they do work together, they got the underlying um, bullshit ass type of persona of like, you try to, you know how you say something that's like, you say like, oh, oh girl, I don't like you, but you try to make it a joke, but it really is the truth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Exactly. Like that type of shit, um, which that's a really heartbreaking because at the end of the day, we supposed to be women and you know, women of all race, I don't care if you orange, blue, purple, green, or yellow. We supposed to be women. If anything, women, we know what we go through. We know we go through emotionally, physically, socially, spiritually, with our bodies, everything. So if anybody can relate, it should be another another woman. So it really that's a heartbreaking to me, that disappointing. The reason why I say that is because I reached out to, you know, two women in the industry that I felt like at the time was doing their thing. Um, the other one, I don't really think she's doing her thing too much. I feel like she's about really the glam and think she's she's big shit, but she not. Um, but and they left me on red, and I was like, that's really disappointing. 
But I was like, you know what? Let me take that as a God gift and lesson is that God is telling me that me and these people are not supposed to connect in no way, shape, or form, and they're not supposed to be in my atmosphere or my the, my cipher. And I could appreciate that, and I accept it, and I definitely receive it. So I let that go. But that was a very big heartbreaking because I'm like, wow. Um, the other one was, oh, but before I go to the next one, um, and then the fact is another heartbreak is the fact is that I just don't understand with, and I'm about to go deep with this, Jr. The color, the colorism that's going on in the podcast industry as well, because I let me say some mama cocktail hour. Them fucking women, them women is the bomb. Doing their thing. They're doing their fucking thing and they killing the fucking game. You can hate on them. You, you don't have to like them. You don't even have to love them, but you need to put some motherfucking respect on all their names. Because one thing I can say, these women, to be even in a Latino, Latino women, because at the end of the day, even though we black, shaded, darker, we still in the same fucking boat, come from the same fucking motherland. Why are women not wanting to reach out to work with these women? Why? At the end of the day, when we work together, we collaborate together, and we, we can unite and join together, we're helping one another. We could be able to um, dot, um, like cross-wire supporters, listeners, downloads. Come on, people. Be smart about it. Don't be stupid about it. And don't be jealous about it. Ladies, get your game up because your boss shit that you walk, walk walking around here in the Instagram street saying you're a boss chick, boss chick make boss real moves and doesn't care no matter where that person background is. But Mama Cartel, I will, y'all know Q love y'all. Um, my second thing, I was a heartbreak, was somebody tried to tell me that I was trying to steal they fucking shit, meaning they're flyers. So my thing is anytime I feel like someone may showing you some respect or giving you homage or is going to duplicate your flyer i feel like that's give, that's basically them to pay homage to you saying that they see you they see your work and what you're doing and your work is good enough that they want to be able to duplicate because everything in this world is duplicatable and me and you had this conversation jr everything is duplicatable and with my formation and my formula with my flyers i don't i, I can make it hard but I don't make it hard because I want my flyers to be duplicatable. Cause at the end of the day, anybody that duplicate my shit is telling me that they see my game, they see my grind, they respect, they put respect on my name, and they sit in the north saying, telling me your shit is so good, Q, that I want, I want that. And I'm good. And no, y'all don't have to tag me. Y'all don't gotta at me to give me no credit. Because it's supposed to be what it's supposed to be to help you come up. Because if I'm 10 levels up, whatever my formula was, I'm giving it to you so you can make it to that 10th level where I'm at. Because by the time you get there, I'm already on the 20th level. That's how you're supposed to do it. But that was a heartbreak for me, and I had to check that person. And that was deep. And that's what that's what I love about you that we was able to get that out there. Now, see, even some of the tough questions, and you know, you do uncomfortable questions. Those are the type of stuff that raw energy, and that being more intimate with you to and getting those answers. 
that's what I know we're going to get in the future from you. Now, it comes to the point in the show. Um, I give people a testimony on who they are. I don't care what you think about yourself. I just let you know what I like about you and what, what works in the world for me when I see you on a screen or listen to you in my ears. Mm-hmm. Q, being a visionary is hard because you have naysayers and naysayers are worse than haters. A naysayer can be positive in your face and negative behind you. But you don't let any of that stuff take you astray or away from who you are and what you do. Mm-hmm. You personify women. That's not black or white. That's not Latino. That's everyone. Mm -hmm. You you don't sit back here and just take an easy yes or no. You go through your thorough. Um, And once again, the the, the accolade of being a student of the game to a professor in the game. It's a hard road to get to because you got to take a lot of, like in your life, you live the same life as me. You're, you're, you're actually, we, we kind of wanted the same in this. You got to take a lot of negativity from people mm-hmm. and just throw and just throw it away. Like I got to, I got a trash can back here that I just throw it in. I got a trash can right here. <laughs> exactly. I literally just throw, throw, just throw it away. And in dealing with, and in dealing with negativity, you got to find ways to take care of yourself, self-care, which we talked about privately. You take care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You're not you're not one of these that's out here looking for attention and grabbing for attention. And that's something that's respectable and commendable because so many people are on a clout chase. And I'm like, I'm 30 plus years old. If I was clout chasing, I would have been doing it when I was 15 or 14 or 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. As a, a damn sure clout chasing was nothing that was popular in my 20s or 30s. And not in mine either. <laughs> right. I, I never, you know, and you're a leader, but you're a leader in a sense of you're not a leader of a pack, you're a leader of an influence. And that influence transcends what the normal person does. Because most people can be leaders and people follow it. You got a format. People are like, okay, we'll run with this. But you're, you're influence and not an influence, I'm just saying your influence like your your serenity everything that 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 uh spiritual level you present that to people that fit into your mode that work in your system Mm -hmm. you don't make life hard on yourself so other people can have life easy and that's what i like about you in podcasting now your personal life you might do that because you got children so i do make my life hard for my son so I mean, so he can have the stuff that's easier than I did. I mean, we teach him to be tough, but we want them all to have. So I'm not saying that, but I'm talking about in podcasting. You, you take care of yourself. You maintain. You present your business. You are a business, not a businesswoman, but a business, and that's hard to do mm. because because being where you are in the Mid Atlantic. Or the North Atlantic, actually. There's so much competition that you can fail easily. Yeah. It ain't like you being out here in West Virginia or somewhere that's singular and you can just be popular because there ain't nobody else out here doing it. And I'm and I'm saying that about myself because anybody else that is doing it, they not doing it like me. But yeah. where you are, where you are, there's people that camouflage and like you said, they steal your ideas and they they or they copy. People copy what you do. There's a there's a million more copiers in between New York, New Jersey area and Delaware and all that than it's gonna be out here. So so to stay above the rest and to keep your plans tight and to be innovative is very hard. So the testament to you is this. You 
represent what should be good in the world, your humility, and your responsive nature or what are going to carry you beyond the top because we don't care about getting to the top or wherever. It's just yeah. going to carry you to, to whatever financial, what type of spiritual gains that you need to get in life and you want in life. So your needs and wants are going to be taken care of as long as you keep being the person you are today. Yes. And nobody, no, nobody can take that away from you. Nobody can manufacture that another way. Nobody can take some DNA from you and try to make it for themselves. It's all in you and it's all in your presentation. So that's your testimony for me to you. Mm, and I receive it. Thank you so much. You understand how people, um, you know, as human beings, you want, you know, that that validation or that that tap on the shoulder, that pat on the back and say, well done, job done. Um, and I definitely receive it and I appreciate it. And I'm and I'm and I really appreciate that you see me, you know. I really do. Because you the bomb.com too, JR. Like, listen, <laughs> there's people in my world that not even is in podcasting that heard your name. Don't even never seen your face. Don't even, don't even fucking <laughs> media page. But when I end up do speaking <clears throat> about my podcasting, whoever is, you know, outside of social, because a lot of people don't like social. Like my sister, she's not really a social media, but she created one to support me. But she don't be on it. So my sister wouldn't be able to, my sister is like a, one of them, the niggas on the block. She will shoot you and ask questions later. Like, <laughs> so I know nobody would definitely be able to handle her because she would kill you first. Um, but, but people like her and then also so many other people that's not really about this life. When I do bring up conversations about whoever interested in my podcasting and they support me. Um, your name do come up it's for so many reasons because you did give me you did provide me so many gems you did you do it continuous to do and you like oh like me and my best friend for over 35 years we ain't got to talk every day we ain't got to talk every month but when we do talk oh we talking for hours and we could keep going and be like we have to force each other off the phone like you know what we be on this damn phone for three hours and you'll get off this phone and still be on here eating breakfast lunch and dinner um, so, but I definitely appreciate you. Like I say, this, I just want you to know that I give you your flowers. I give you your roses. And because a lot of people think that men, it's not supposed to be rewarded with flowers and roses, lilies and all that good stuff. Like, why not? You guys have emotion, hearts and feelings too. You want to know that you're doing the damn thing that, and you guys have it just as hard as we do as in women in the world. And, you know, and I, and then I just love the fact that I can be now at 40 years old and the mother of a 21 to appreciate the man. Um, and my son is what gave me that definition to appreciate a man along with my grandfather. But I definitely appreciate you so much, JR, and actually truly to have you as a true ride or die, loyal ass, organic, authentic friend, not no podcast friend, not no friend from Instagram, an actual fucking friend. So I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, no doubt. And I'll say this. Um, so so we got to go back in time. I, I'm always humble and I appreciate anybody, anything anybody says. The only time you was a student was the first phone call we had. After that, it's always been we equals and we just we what we do is magical. We take something and dissect it four times and make enough of it to make sense. Mm -hmm. exactly. And that's and that's something that's hard to do. 
Now, Q, um, I want to thank you for coming on the show. I need you real quick to do a shameless plug because that's part of part of the vintage stuff from West Virginia and Commonplace that I'm putting into the Unfiltered series. So real quick, because you already did a plug earlier, give us a shameless plug about everything that you're doing. Okay, so of course, you guys, um, my name is Kwamea, but for those that can pronounce it, you can call me Q, Kwa, or either Queen. I'm your host, creator, and founder of Pillow Talk with the T um, podcast. You can find me on all major platforms, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, Snapchat, YouTube, and all major um, platforms that podcast host, and just to name a few, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Pandora, and all that good, good sugar, sugar. Um, and also, I will be returning with Pillow Talk with the T on uh, February, oh, I was about to say February, because <laughs> it's supposed to be February, but March 3rd, um, we got some great lineups. Um, Pillow Talk with the T is about to go blow up and elevate in so many different ways. Um, and then not only that, I have uh, Brown Sugar Divas Talk with my amazing sisters, Ty from Realistic Vibes, as well as Growing That Folk Podcast, um, where we basically talk real talk um, dipped in brown sugar that will be returning soon. Um, make sure you follow the YouTube page as well as the Instagram page and turn your notifications on because we could come and pop up at any time because whenever something come in that brown sugar jug, your brown sugar mm -hmm. Divas is coming on. So, um, and then also with the Soul Sisters Reality Show, please make sure you go follow Soul Sisters Reality Show on Instagram as well as Facebook. Shout out to Trishy Marie. She's my life coach as well as my um my med my guided meditationer. Um, but please also follow her and hit her up if you're looking for anybody to do guided meditation Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. via Zoom. We continue to have those. Um, but yeah, so, and then the Soul Sister Reality Show will be Facebook Live Watch Party is going to be February 10th at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Check your local listings for your time zone. And then also on February 23rd is the world premiere of Soul Sisters on a, either a, a laptop, Facebook device, or either YouTube somewhere, or either your television close nearby you soon, so... <laughs> All right, and I want to thank you very much for coming on. I am JR from West Virginia and Commonplace. And like I always say, and this is something that we throw in there, if you actually rewind this episode, which you can do, you will find out that this has been a West Virginia and Common production. I am out of here. <laughs>